Welcome to the Your Next Best Step podcast, where it's all about real experiences, real lessons, real hurdles, and everything in between. I'm Teresa Cantley, and I'm bringing you over 20 years experience in business, leadership, and marketing to help you shift out of your corporate thinking and into being an entrepreneur so you can maximize your results, build and empower your team, and make a bigger impact. It's time to turn your ideas into innovation, and that's only the beginning. So let's get started. Hey there, everyone, my friends. Thank you for joining me, and welcome to another episode of the Your Next Best Step podcast. I'm your host, Teresa Cantley, and I am super, super glad you're here. Um, We are, at the time of this recording, we are uh, wrapping up the holidays and getting ready to celebrate New Year's, and I just wanted to say that I am so grateful for all of you for listening every week and for joining me, whether you have coffee or tea or water, um, but joining me for that coffee talk every week and getting a dose of inspiration and some great tips, um, some real stories from some real coaching from real people, um, and just everything in between. I hope you all had an amazing, amazing holiday. This December has been a complete whirlwind for us, um, for my husband and I. If you listen to my podcast episode every week, Last week, we actually did not have a podcast episode. Partially, it was because of the holidays, but the other part of it was because I was actually recovering from a surgery that I needed to have um, on the 19th. So I thought to myself, and this is one of the things that I'm going to talk about today when I talk about the biggest lessons that I've learned in 2019, but one of the things that I've realized, you know, just as I'm getting older and I'm approaching, you know, the big 5-0 in six years, Um, But as I've moved through my business, as I've moved through this journey of being an entrepreneur um, and just move through, you know, life and, and, you know, life just happening is that there are times when you need to take a step back, you need to slow down and you need to rest. And when you don't listen to those signs, and you've heard me talk about this before on the podcast, but when you don't listen to those signs, the signs get louder and louder and they smack you over the head. So we were, my team and I were talking and I was talking to my husband and, you know, my podcast comes out on Wednesday. Wednesday was Christmas and we thought, well, we could get it out on Friday. And I was, you know, which is dealing with these health issues that I've been dealing with. And actually I was dealing with them since um, the end of October, but particularly in this month of December and having this unexpected um, surgery, you know, it was like, trying to rush around and trying to get um, things recorded because normally I batch my episodes. But um, I had batched so many and then I got behind because, you know, like I said, life happened. And I was rushing around trying to create something and I thought, why am I rushing? You know, why am I rushing? Why am I trying to do this? It's okay. It's okay, you know, to reflect and stop and take a break, especially when, you know, things are happening, life is happening, and, you know, just, you have to, you have to just listen. You have to listen to, you know, what the universe is trying to tell you, and you have to listen to yourself, and, you know, do what's right. And 
you know, being completely transparent, you know, when you rush and you're trying to rush things and you're trying to push stuff through, which is another lesson I learned this year, but when you're trying to push stuff through, you know, it tends to start feeling heavy. And when stuff starts feeling heavy or you're trying to rush and you're getting stressed and you're getting anxious, well, you can't create your best work then, right? Um, And also, you know, being an entrepreneur and wanting to create um, really good content for people, it just wasn't, it just wasn't right. So we decided, you know what, we're just going to have it be since, like I said, it was a holiday week. Um, we're just going to have it be, take a break and start up again for the New Year's with a New Year's episode, which is what we're talking about today, which were the lessons of my biggest lessons from 2019. Um, But before we go into that, again, I just, I hope you all had a wonderful, wonderful holiday season, and I wish you the best, the absolutely best and brightest and most amazing things for 2020 and beyond. Um, I know I am super excited for 2020 and this is what brought me to do this episode because my husband and I, during this period of reflecting and resting and trying, you know, to recover from everything, um, like really taking a step back and seeing, cause we're not just going into a new year, we're going into a new decade and just stopping and saying, you know, what are all the things a, that we've been through and, and have gotten to the other side of, um, but also B, you know, what are the biggest lessons? What are our biggest wins from the past 10 years, um, but also from this past year? So we spent a lot of time and, you know, the one day we actually did it um, with pajamas and coffee and all. Um, and it was great. <laughs> it was it was great. Um, it was the first time we actually like took a couple days and like I said, um, you know, we got up in the morning, we made coffee and then we just kind of went right into the planning and the dreaming and the, and really getting specific about certain things. Um, and it was just, it was great to like look back and see, because so often we totally underestimate what we're able to accomplish, um, in a year in 10 years and five years. And we overestimate what, you know, we can do in a day. I know I'm guilty of that, I will say. You know, I, I am guilty of putting, you know, 10 things on my to-do list and thinking I can get it all done. Sometimes I can. Sometimes I'm, you know, I can, depending on how big the tasks are. But, you know, like I said, most people underestimate what they're, what they are able to like really accomplish, especially when you step out of your comfort zone and you really step into your purpose. And, you know, you just step out of that comfort zone and really like dig into being brave, you know, the amazing things that you're able to accomplish. So looking back at this past decade and this past year, it was like, wow, like, like I, you know, we've really achieved a lot as a couple, but also, you know, medical things we've gotten through. I mean, my husband gotten through two um, diagnoses of cancer. You know, I had my vertebral artery dissection. I, you know, started two businesses, left corporate America. We got married, even though we've been together for 20 years, going on 21, but we got married. We had three grandchildren. We've done stuff with our house. We, I mean, it was just like so many amazing things. But, you know, looking back, for myself and for my business, you know, as we were digging into this and and looking about, wow, like what were the amazing things that we, that I was able to accomplish this year? And just to give you a couple of them, 
you know, one was I was able to build, I started building my team. I mean, I've always had a team, but this year, like really stepping into delegating out to the team and really stepping into, you know, building this mighty, small but mighty team. You know, like I said, I've had a team for several years, but this year was different because I needed to let go in order to give, empower them to do the things that they needed to do. So like that was a big one, obviously hitting uh, or hitting, listen to me, obviously launching this podcast was another like big giant win for me. Um, Another big thing, I mean, I hit several milestones in my business, which was absolutely amazing. But one of the other things, we launched a new website, completely did an overhaul on the website and launched a new website um, and just really, really got clear, got super, super clear on messaging, which is so, so important. I talk about it all the time, but really getting super clear on, you know, our messaging and really stepping into that thought leadership, the thought leadership. And I've talked about this on previous episodes this year, um, thought leadership that I've always had, but like really learning how to take that and put it into package it differently so that I can be a better teacher and I can be a better leader. And so those are just like several, you know, wins for me that we went back and and we're digging through and looking at. And, you know, also looking at like what, you know, what did I miss? You know, one of my, one of my big goals for 2020 and something that I missed this year was getting my, like really finishing the outline that I have for my book. Um, I know I've talked about this before, but I've had this idea for a book and it ties into my idea for my TED talk um, that I'm actually going to be submitting an application for. But, you know, I, I, this year in 2019, I've had this goal of really getting that book done. Actually, I've had it as a goal for two years now. Um, And I just kept missing it. I kept missing, you know, things, targets that I needed to do on a monthly basis and, you know, things that I needed to get to accomplish in order to get the outline done and, you know, just different things. And I think part of that, you know, missing that goal for two years is me, you know, like I have fear too, I'm human, but having that fear of, can I really write a book, you know? So that was something that was definitely like a miss for me and didn't necessarily, you know, work. And then also, You know, one of the big things that my husband and I are focusing on this year is planning out our vacations. You know, we always said, okay, like we're going to go away in June. So we plan it like we've done this for a couple of years now. We plan it like in May. (laughs) So this year we actually looked at the entire calendar and he has a busy travel schedule. Um, My travel schedule isn't going to be as busy this year, but you know, looking at it and saying, okay, what vacations do we want to go on and when do we want to take them? And actually taking time to block those things out. That has been something that, I mean, ever since I've known him, you know, for the past 21 years, um, is we have been, we have always been not great at planning time off, like planning it in advance and saying, okay, we're going to do a staycation or we're going to do a vacation here or we're going to do take a long weekend. We've never really done that or we haven't done it well I should say but again with all the things that we've been through in the past decade and things that we 
you know, we're able to accomplish this year and things that we want to do moving forward, you know, that is something that we actually took some time and said, hey, we are going to plan out our time off. So if you haven't done that, I highly, highly, highly encourage you to do that with your partner, significant other, spouse, um, or even, you know, if it's just you, to just take some time and, and plan out when you want to take time off. Because when we take time to rest and relax, that's when our best ideas come in. And my husband and I, it's funny because when we were doing all this planning, one of the big things that we came up with in 2020, again, because we were taking time to rest and reflect and relax, was we came up with um, some new, some super cool new programs. Well, I should say one cool new program and an adjustment to another one that I'm going to be launching in 2020. So one is going to be called the Restaurant Business Growth boot camp. So it's going to be amazing. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be a workshop. Um, I'm debating whether it's going to be live or it's going to be live on um, virtually live uh, through Zoom. So stay tuned for that, but it's going to be amazing. So anyway, but again, those ideas come when we take time to rest and reflect and we slow down. We the it just gives us some space for those ideas and that creativity and, you know, those things to come in. So anyway, if you haven't planned out vacations moving forward or just time off, time to rest and reflect, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you do that. So now the biggest thing I wanted to talk about today were the biggest lessons that I learned in 2019. And some of this comes from joining a mastermind and working with a mentor, which I've worked with a mentor probably for the past, actually, since I've started my business, but really heavy duty for the past three, maybe four years. And this past year, I joined a new mastermind and had a really, really amazing mentor, Colin Boyd, Colin and Sarah Boyd, and learned a ton. And a lot of these lessons, a lot of the breakthroughs that I've had this year came from surrounding myself with these amazing people and working with an amazing mentor. I can't tell you if you don't have a mentor or you've been thinking about getting one, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you find one that has achieved the success that you want to achieve and has, you know, been there like probably where you are, has struggled through the same kind of things and has gotten to the other side. Because working with somebody who kind of understands and they're just like, you know, a couple steps ahead of you to help you get to that next level is so, so, so important. So I wanted to share with you these lessons because, you know, so often people are like, oh, I'm gonna just going to set these new resolutions. I'm going to set these new goals. But in order to do that, and this is a process that I take my high-level one-on-one clients through, um, we did it in October, November, December, with depending on what each one of their schedules were, um, but it's a process of reflecting on the past and then assessing your present situation and then planning for the future. So assessing what worked, what didn't work, what were the biggest lessons, because from our lessons, What we learn from that is what we can use to grow and to plan for new amazing things. And we don't realize that if you don't do it, right? So when you can make a list of the amazing lessons that you've learned, you can actually take that and apply it to what you're doing moving forward so that you can grow even 
more. So in this process that I walk people through, we look at what the previous year or even like the previous decade, we did that this year, um, you know, what were the biggest wins and what were the biggest misses? (laughs) And then what opportunities maybe should we kind of let go of and what opportunities should we refocus on? But then also, like I said, one of the biggest things is what were the biggest lessons that we learned so that we can use those, what we've, you know, all the insights that we've gleaned from them and use it to grow and to move forward. So I wanted to just give you some of my biggest lessons that I learned this year. Um, And maybe, you know, maybe if you sit back and think about these things for yourself, maybe you've learned the same thing, but maybe some of these things are things that you need to focus on yourself so that you can move past a limiting belief or even it's something that might even be blocking your growth. Because as I go through these, you're going to see, and I'll talk about how holding on to this stuff was really Um, preventing me from going to the next level in my business. And once I got through a lot of this stuff and I learned the lesson, I mean, this year just provided exponential growth. So here we go. So the first one was all about totally embracing your purpose. And this comes into what I talked about with the, you know, being a thought leader and having all of these ideas and having all of this knowledge and this experience and not really packaging it right or also not really having that complete belief that this is what my purpose was. So once I learned this year and really looked at all of the experiences, all of the knowledge, all of the things that I've done, the people that I've helped and everything in between, it really helped me to really embrace my purpose. And what I discovered in this, and I I always knew it, but now I know it even more, is that my purpose here, my purpose on this planet is to really shift the paradigm of business, particularly local business away from focusing solely on product and service and selling that and instead working on building a deeper relationship with their customer and understanding them so that you can provide a better experience for them through your products and services. And a lot of that comes from, um, as I've been kind of putting this together myself is as we've gone through things in our life um, and we've fallen down and gotten back up and fallen down and gotten back up, when we can look at those things and learn from them, okay, when we can learn from those things, that's when we can start to say, I see things a little bit differently and maybe I can help people in this way. So for me, you know, having a brick and mortar business, working for many many entrepreneurs over the years and seeing the flaws in, or what I call flaws in business, and how I believe I can make it better for people and help people to grow their income and their profit and their impact. That's how I was able to say, hey, this is what I went through. This is what I've also helped other people get through. And this is what I can do to change the perspective and the paradigm of business moving forward so that people can build more profitable, meaningful businesses 
and really teach them how to embrace their own purpose. So that was a big, big, big lesson for me is to really step into that and, and A, not be afraid to step into that and really embrace all of that uniqueness and all of the lessons that I've learned throughout my life. And the one thing that I realized is that we need to be more afraid of not achieving our highest potential. So if you're afraid to not to, you know, to step into your purpose and embrace it and not be afraid of rejection, we should be more afraid of not stepping into and achieving our highest potential than of being rejected. And I think for the longest time, because I had these different ideas about business and about how to build business, and I knew that they worked because I've helped people to increase their business, their profitability and their income 30, 40, 50% year over year, you know, I know they work, but they're different. And you know what? That's okay because I know they work. (laughs) So if I was more afraid of being rejected, I would never be able to get that out there and I would never be able to help people. So that was a giant lesson. Another lesson that I learned was really learning how to step into my future self. So really being the person that has already achieved the results that I wanted to achieve. And part of that comes from, and I think I did a podcast episode about this, Power of I Am, um, this new exercise that I started doing this year, which was writing down I am statements. I am statements for who I believe I am and who I believe I am, which is the person that I want to become and really stepping into who I want to be or who even, who is that person that's already achieved those results and writing these I am statements. And I actually, I have my vision. So I have, I have my little one sentence, two sentence thing, my vision Okay, which has my why. So I have my why there. Um, And then underneath it, like I have my goals. So I have my goals written out every day and the things that I'm going to accomplish. And then right next to it in this, I have this note section on one side of my planner. Underneath that is where I write my I am statements. And I write between 10 and 12 every day. And it has really helped me to step into that being that person who has already achieved the results that I want to achieve, who has already achieved the success that I want to achieve. So that was another big, big, big lesson because I was trying to function in this is who I am, this is what I'm doing right now instead of this is who I am and who I want to be and what I want to do and and really stepping into that future version of who I want to be. So that was number two. The third one um, was all about not being afraid to fail and be rejected, okay? And really stepping into uncertainty, that uncertainty. And you've heard me say the price of success is getting into unknown terrain. Um, The more certain you are about stuff and you stay in that comfort zone, you can't grow, So when we choose uncertainty, that gives us access to freedom and growth. And uncertainty means, going back to the thought leadership, putting stuff out there and we don't know whether or not it's going to work, but we're going to put it out there anyway because the bigger thing is, is that if we don't, 
we can't help people, right? You can't help people when you're afraid to put your program out there or when you're afraid to even open your doors or you're afraid to try a new event or trying something new on your menu or even have a completely different, you know, spin on on your menu or on, you know, traditional food or whatever. So the more we aren't afraid of being rejected and of failing, the more we can step into you know, finding better solutions or creating different things. And this year I had two things. I had a fail strategy of I am willing to fail at least a hundred times so that at least one of those times I'm going to, it's going to work. Something will work. Okay. And not being afraid to you know, do a new launch and try new things. And my team this year, they kept saying to me, because every time we would, you know, be launching, redoing our launch and, and we were trying new things, we were trying different types of, um, of ads, different types of Facebook ads and different types of videos and different types of audio files and different sequences and, you know, just different things to, you know, hopefully pr- give good content. And I kept saying, they would say, are you sure you want to do this? And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Just let's just do it. I'm willing to do anything. I'm willing to try it. Just tell me, tell me what I need to create. And like, let's just do it. And they kept saying, wow, like out of anybody, like, you know, you're the one that like, you're willing to do anything. Of course, because if we don't, well, we're never going to know if it's going to work. Right. So again, the more we choose that uncertainty, You know, we don't have all the answers. And I said this to, I have some new team members and I've said this to them, you know, in this world, there really is no right or wrong. We just try it. If it doesn't work, we try something different or we, we tweak it. And if it does work awesome, then we repeat it, you know? So when we choose that uncertainty and we step into that unknown terrain, that's when we can access like this amazing freedom and amazing growth in our business to do the things that we want to do right? So, all right. So that was number three. Number four was, this has to do with the quicker I can catch my thoughts, my, those negative thoughts that creep in, the faster I can change them and move forward. And these, this is those like doubts that come in, the fear that comes in and those things that try and tell you, oh, you can't do this. Don't do it. Oh, you can't do this. And the thing is, is that what I've learned this year um, through, you know, hey, and like I said, I am human. I have the same fears and frustrations and struggles that everybody else does. Um, I just can get through it a lot faster. Um, You know, I get these doubts in and I say, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to do this. This is, this isn't going to work, you know. And what I've trained myself to do is I've trained myself to, like catch it, realize it, recognize it. I mean, if you're aware of something, then you can change it, right? So I have that, I have better awareness of it and I'm able to say, okay, like let's change the channel. And another lesson that I learned that goes along with this, that ties into it is those thoughts. And this is what helped me to get through it. The thoughts that you that you think create the actions which end up creating your results, right? So if you let those negative thoughts swirl and swirl and swirl and swirl and swirl, well, then what happens <laughs> is the actions that you take or don't take, and then you know you get the results that 
go along with those the other two things. So what I found is that with those negative thoughts that creep in, okay, and they creep in just like anybody else, they creep in, um, you know, I'm not immune to them. Um, but what I started to do is I started to say to myself, okay, some of the things that I'm doing are things that no, that other people won't do. Okay. Doing a podcast is hard. Creating weekly content is hard. You know, writing a book, doing a Ted talk, um, being a thought leader. Most people won't do that. Most people won't sit and look at a situation or look at a, a, at something and say, you know what? I see this differently and I'm going to build a framework around it so I can teach it and explain it so it helps people. So I started thinking to myself, a lot, some of these things, most of the things that I do, a lot of people won't do. So, hmm. So when that doubt starts to creep in, I say to myself, well, if I'm doing some things that most people won't do, well, that makes me pretty amazing, right? (laughs) You know, and that also, if I'm not putting these things out, and I'm not doing these different things like trying a different type of, of video launch or trying a different type of live, you know, Facebook live launch or LinkedIn live launch or whatever. If I'm not doing those things, then I can't help people and I can't get my message out there. So why not? Right. And that has helped me to change that channel, that negative channel faster than I was able to do it before. And when I start to feel, and I've told my husband this, when I start to feel those, those doubts come in, you know, I'm getting a case of the doubts, you know, and sometimes, you know, it's like it, they really hit hard. And I've told my husband, like, okay, when they start to creep in, I've started to say to myself, okay, like, let me go do something for someone else. Let me go do, you know, let me go look at someone's um, business plan that they sent over, or let me go create a piece of content, or let me go, you know, whatever, to kind of help me to change that channel, okay? So understanding that our thoughts create our actions. So whatever we're thinking or feeling, then our actions follow after that, which yields the results, that tie back to the negative thought or the positive thought. So if we're thinking positively and we think I can do this and then we take the right actions towards the results that we want to get, well, the results are going to be good, right? And really, whether they're good or not, it doesn't, I mean, it's, it's both, you know? Whether you make the decision or you don't make the decision, whatever you do is right, you know? And people look at me and they're like, what? And it's like, you determine, you determine what you want to do. You determine what you want to think. And whatever you think or whatever you do, it's right and it's wrong. It's whatever you determine. So really understanding that those thoughts and 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 being aware of them and learning how to change them pretty quickly helped me to move my results along faster and get things done faster and achieve the things that I wanted to do faster. So, so the last thing, the last lesson of 2019 that I learned is to surround yourself with people who drive you. And this is where the power of a powerful team is important. Whether it's a team that helps you with work or it's a team, it's like your, your team, that your A team that like surrounds you every day to support you and lift you up. 
And I have made so many amazing friends over the years in the masterminds that I've been in. People who, if I have a problem or I have an issue, I can text them at any moment. Or I can text them and say, hey, I have this awesome idea. What do you think? You know, people who I can go to and I can talk to. And, you know, when I need some support, like, you know, these past few months with these health issues that are always going to be there to help lift me back up. But then also having the power of a team, a team that, you know, works with you, a team that understands your vision and wants to help you make that vision come true. I can't tell you how many businesses I've worked with over the years who the business owner or the leadership team thinks that they have to do everything themselves and nobody else can help them. And they, they tell me, I, can't, I don't understand why we can't hire good people, or I don't understand why we can't get stuff done, or I don't understand why people list, don't listen to me, or I don't understand why I'm so overwhelmed. That's because you need to be the visionary and you need to build a powerful team around you. Because that powerful team around you and surrounding yourself with people who drive you, you can focus on the things that you need to focus on that only you can focus on, and they can help you to build those pieces and build those blocks so that you can keep moving stuff forward. They can help you build the foundation to keep scaling and and building more pieces on so that you can achieve all those results that you've always wanted to achieve. And I've learned that so much this year, um, being in a mastermind surrounded by amazing people um, who we just lifted each other up. People who have achieved like super big things um, and we just kept pushing each other forward. You know, whether it was more of an, a mental block that someone was struggling with and they could they needed some help kind of working through it because those things come up as entrepreneurs. They would come up in life just in general for anyone. You know, but learning how to work through those things, learning how to shift the negative back to the positive faster, you know? And then also working on working through okay this this program didn't work or this event didn't work or this project didn't work you know and trying to find where the gaps were or the holes were so that you could fix them later and surrounding people that just keep helping you to move forward when you feel like giving up they're like "Uh uh-uh let's go like get on my back I'm gonna carry you and then you know once you're ready to go you're gonna start walking again and then we're just gonna keep going and you know, people who believe in you when sometimes when you don't believe in yourself, they're there to tell you, oh no, I believe in you and you're going to keep going because you're amazing and you have something to give this world and you are going to make a difference. So, but then also, like I said, having the team that works with you, you know, it's the same thing. Having people who, amazing people who want to help you to achieve the amazing vision that you have But then also, and I say this to my own team, I am not, like, you're not just helping me to achieve things. I want to help you achieve your highest potential or help you achieve goals that you have. However I can, I want to do that for you. And one of the things that I ask my team is, what are the things that are most important to you? What's your biggest goal? Every week we talk about what their biggest win is. And then also, what are those values that are super important to them? So I understand that as much as they understand what my core values are as a business owner. So understanding the power of a team, you know, and surrounding yourself with amazing people to lift you up and keep, drive you forward um, to do more and to achieve more. 
So these were all my lessons from 2019. And with those lessons, I took those and I said, you know what? In 2020, we are doing big things because being able to learn all that stuff and seeing how it helped me to achieve super big things this year. And I tell my team all the time, we can do big things. We're doing big things. You know, learning all of those all all of those things is going to help me because we laid out 2020 and we're ready to go. Like I said, I have a new program. We've done some revamping to the um, business growth formula and the restaurant business growth formula. We're also going to be doing some new downloads in different podcast episodes, so stay tuned for that. Um, I have my book on my list to get that book done and do a TED Talk and just so many other big, big things. So some of them scare the crap out of me, but that's okay because you know what? If it doesn't scare you, it's not gonna help you to grow. So it's all good. So if you haven't taken time already to look back and reflect on 2019 and the past decade and say, what were your big wins? What were your misses? What were the biggest lessons that you've learned to help you to move forward? And then take that and start your 2020 planning. Take some time to reflect and think about, like like I said, people underestimate what they're able to achieve in a month, in a year, in 10 years, and they way overestimate what they're able to achieve in one day or one hour. So take some time to reflect. You know, it's the season of reflection and gratitude. um, And just take some time to think about all the amazing things that you've done, what you've learned, so that you can plan out a, an amazing 2020 full of breakthroughs and full of successes and big wins. And I would love to hear about it. So if you can, you know, drop me a message, leave a comment and let me know what you're planning for 2020. What big things are you planning to do in 2020? I would absolutely love to hear from you. So here's to an amazing new year filled with blessings and big things and stepping out of our comfort zone and really stepping into the person that we've always wanted to be. So until next time, have an amazing happy new year and I will see you soon. Take care and bye for now.